August 14, 2022. It's a lot for Pedro show. Oh, well, there are things I learned from Miles. It's hard to put them into words, but mm. there are things of the, the musician needs to know. Mm. And then, uh, you can hear it, mm-hmm. although it's hard for me to put it into words, but mm. on hearing it, I, and I sometimes I can try to bring it out in my point. Mm. So I mm-hmm. learned quite a bit there. Mm-hmm.
Watch for Pedro show started off with John Coltrane, 1966, trying to explain to Kazuaki yeah. Sujimoto what he learned from Miles Davis. Then we had Supplemental Pills with Run On, which brings us to our guest. Welcome aboard, Ezra Mike? Meredith, and your pride, Supplemental Pills. But let, let's get to learn about your, your trip with the music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please bring your earliest memory. Oh, my earliest memory would be probably sitting around my room at home growing up with a Fisher-Price turntable and listening to, like, the Clash and Duran Duran records and that kind of thing. Okay. And was this pad you were in have mu musical instruments? Um, we didn't really have... No, no, neither of my parents really played a musical instrument, so I, I think, well, my older brother was playing guitar at some point, and so I would sit around and with the guitar player magazines that he was getting, I'd sing like uh, the Guns N' Roses and he'd play guitar or Van Halen, like Panama. I remember doing that a lot. So your brother taught you stuff on the guitar? Well, I was more like singing at that point. He was learning the guitar. So I remember doing that at probably like seven, eight, nine. What about grade school? Were you in the marching band or choir or shit like that? I was uh, in fourth grade. I joined the elementary school band and I played the trumpet. Trumpet? Yeah. How'd you like that? I liked it quite a bit. I continued playing it until um, middle school, until uh, about eighth grade. And then, I, and then I started to get into guitar and I thought that the trumpet was lame. So just typical city boy crap, you know. Well, you missed the phase when ska was happening because that's when all the brass guys got to be in rock bands for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, I know, right. I never really got into Scott too much, but um, it was that, only you're a right little, about that. Yeah. It was only yeah. a little period. It didn't last long, right? Sometime in the 90s. Yeah, maybe there's yeah. some truth in that. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you base it on, like, Van's Warp Tour. I mean, there was a thing with fucking uh, swing bands, too, for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. big. And there was, a, there was a band or two around the uh, Pacific Northwest that was kind of into that, too, that kind of propelled it. Yeah. Cherry Poppin' Daddies. That's right. <laughs> I remember Who changed their that style, guy. You know, they used to be they used to be one, one thing, and then they went into that, and I think they just wrote it out into the sunset. I'm gonna tell you about that. I met a guy in that band. He told me what when Gap makes the ad, it's over. And so they were doing like a New York Dolls thing by that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so watch yeah. it when the fucking. Gap at. So it don't sound like your man alone. You got the whole band there with you? Supplemental No, bills? I just got, well, not the whole band. We got uh, Mark Folkrod, the, our drummer, and then Aaron Christensen, our bass hey, player. Okay. Hey, so three of you guys. So we should learn yeah. about their fucking thing, too. I mean, how did, how, yeah. how did, how did bass man get on the bass? Um, I put an ad in the newspaper trading a guitar that I bought a year before. I was maybe like 13, 14 years old. And, uh, yeah, just put an ad in for saying for sale or trade for guitar and, or for bass. And someone came over with an old PV Fury, and I, I traded an Ibanez guitar for it. <laughs> so was, you were playing guitar first. Yeah, so that, that was how I, yeah I, was, I was playing with some other people, and uh, we didn't have a bass player. So I don't know, and I always wanted to play bass. And so that was, uh, I guess, the catalyst that threw me into uh, you know, playing Well, bass. there's a lot of cats <laughs> to get work, you know. People like Carol Kay and Joe Osborne, and they were guitar players, and they were chasing the work. One guy who 
actually yeah. came from bass was James Jamerson. He he actually came from the stand up. The electric bass, you know, in the early sixties was very strange, you know, to a lot of people. Right. But uh we owe a lot to those cats here, pioneers. So yeah. okay, so what kind of amp did you get? You couldn't use um, that guitar amp anymore, right? Yeah, I think the first amp I had it was a it was also a PV uh what was it a it was a keyboard slash bass amp I think, <laughs> but it was you know, early eighties model. I had one in eighty seventy actually seventy eight seventy nine eighty. Uh, I think it was called the four hundred. I had two fifteens and three hundred watts. It sounded like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's par- paranoid down that minute minute right. And, yeah. and what about learning bass? Uh, you had already learned um, some shit on the guitar, right? Yeah, well, I'd, yeah, kind of. There's always a guitar around the house, like an old nylon string guitar, a, a junky steel, steel string or something. But uh, and I played trumpet as well. So transitioning to bass, I don't know. I wouldn't wouldn't say it was easy, but it uh, it, it wasn't that foreign to me, I guess. You know, because I already played guitar a little bit, and I kind of uh, was shown some basic chords on piano and. And stuff left when I was hand younger, on so was, the piano, right? And it was a fun transition too, because it seems like someone, all, you know, there's always someone that wants needs a bass player, not as in demand as drumming, I guess. <laughs> well, no, I'm telling you, that's in the old days. A lot of guitar guys came over because that's no one wanted to rock the bass. Right. It changed right. with punk movement. And who else is there? The drummer. Yeah, man. This is Mark. Hey, Mark, how'd you get on the fucking drums? Because of the Rolling Stones. Okay. <laughs> you know, my my mom had a friend who uh, worked at a bank with her, and we were, you know, I was like in grade school or something, and she she just gifted us and brought over for like my birthday party all these you know mid sixties Stones singles, you know, nineteen Nervous Breakdown, Get Off My Cloud, and all that stuff. And so that just as soon as that happened, I got all There's the coffee. a good fucking drum yeah. pattern. And get yeah. off of my cloud. Oh, hell yeah. That's a, you know, I've always wanted to do You know do what cover Charlie's that. doing there, right? Ain't that a trippy covers. little movie's doing there? Da, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Now, that's one of the best drum beats ever, but I didn't have any drums, so I had to get coffee coffee uh, tins or whatever, you know, with the... Coffee plastic, cans? Yeah, with like the plastic lid you can put on, like a one-headed drum, yeah, you know? Yeah, kind of Tupperware. Yeah, so we start, you know, my brother started guitar at the same time, so we, we always played together. Okay, but but probably what in the bedroom, right? Oh, to totally playing with records, playing with Kiss, and usually you know, the Jennings, drum, you know. Well, the drummer that's usually the prac pad because they're moving the shit around, you know, and maybe their parents are more acclimated to the fucking bam bam. Yeah, eventually I got thrown into the garage, so that gave him a tiny bit more relief. Okay, I want to play some more supplemental pills here. I want to play "Gonna Be All Right."
Live for Pedro Show. That chunk of music. Started with Supplemental Pills doing going to be all right. Then we had Cloud from Sawako. Kosei Komatsu. Zach Rose and Brand New, There You Are. Giles Corey with No One Is Ever Gonna Want Me. Benji Johnson, Big Ass Truck. Guided by Voices. Huddled, Babes, New York City. Oh, sheep. So, uh, how did you got how supplemental pills meet up? I mean, I read the fucking thing, but I want to hear from you guys. <laughs> um, we got together. My, my brother is the other guitar player. Um, and so, well, actually, I guess it started with Mark, the drummer, and I. We kind of we talked years ago. He lived in San Luis Obispo. And uh, we talked about putting a uh, psychedelic band together at some point. San Luis Obispo, be... but you're in Portland, Oregon, right? Yeah, so he eventually moved. Okay. The, the plan was that he was going to move up here at some point anyway. And so he finally did. And uh, Aaron was also in a band of mine called Hearts of Oak. And I just said, hey, man, you got to start playing bass in this band now. Because <laughs> we all like the same kind of music. I mean, it was just... It oh, you mean sense. he didn't take that article out for the bass yet? You told him to get to, to put that article. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because right when when I asked how he got on base, he, he said he ran an article, but I didn't know he was told to, to get on base <laughs> yeah, and run told. that article. Okay. Oh uh, no! When I when I first started, when I was a young kid, I got my first base by trading a guitar for a, a base. But yeah. this is way before. Oh yeah, that was way before. This okay. is this how the, I got started in this band was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ezra and I were already in a band together. But you weren't before. you weren't on bass. No, I was on bass in that band. Oh, you yeah. were. Okay, so he yeah. wanted you on bass in both bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm mostly a bass player. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really there, so you guys, till I get this mind reading shit together, you gotta use words still because I'm, I'm weak. I'm weak. Yeah, you're doing it. Okay. So okay, okay. So you guys already had a band. And, and, and like what fate were you guys still in school no no we i mean this we just kind of put this band together i would say in the last three years okay so you're th- uh no that first band i was talking about oh when, no when yeah he that was, was in slow town was it was he there going to college no this was all after that we okay. got together after after those days okay okay i'm just yeah i'm just wondering when i think of san luis obispo right Cal yeah, Poly, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I was in different bands back then down there. A lot of reggae bands. Huh? <laughs> That's that was hard. That was, that was what was hard because the band I was in was kind of like a harder kind of alt country punk rock band that just it was really hard to fit in with all the reggae party people. Right, the scene in Slow Town is kind of reggae, right? <laughs> yeah. It actually ain't Bob Marley. It ain't Bob Marley reggae, though. It's more like sublime reggae. Nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. It's definitely (laughs) not the cooler kind. (laughs) Well, you know, it's trip. It's trip finding out everything is not exactly the same and stuff. But you made your way up to Portland, home of the Wipers. Not a lot of reggae. (laughs) And also Smegma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and fucking Dead Moon. And I'm, Dead I'm, Moon. Okay. Pierce Darrow's. Yeah, okay. Pierce Darrow's right, right. Later on. So it's so all, all kinds of trippy stuff. I remember when Minutemen first played, there was only one club in the old days. It was Satyricon. Yeah. 
Yeah. A guy yeah, named yeah. George ran it, and he looked just like Carlos Santana. And yeah. And Deep Boom went through the fucking deck. He kept playing all up to the armpits, okay? And uh, Greg Sage was at that gig. He was up no against kidding. a bulkhead. I wouldn't shit you. He was up against a bulkhead, and he had a kind of a headband on. And it looked like he had chemo or something. His hair was real wispy. And uh, it was such a big deal for him to be at that gig for us. And we were yeah. trying our hardest for him, you know. And uh, we got to conk at Mike King's pad. I think he had a band called Snick Pit later on. But he's the guy who actually painted the cover of Is This Real? And had that painting on his bulkhead of his pad. And wow. that's where I finally realized, oh, wipers, like windshield wipers. So I was thinking more like butt wipers and shit. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but that's a trip, yeah. you know. That's a yeah. trip. And then, you know, uh, Tacoma had Sonics and, I mean, there's a lot of good rock and roll uh, Northwest stuff. And, uh, so, but the gig, um, Supplemental Pills, I mean, who knew, who names the band? That was Ezra. That was me, yeah. <laughs> okay. He kind of used that name before for little one-off stuff, huh? Yeah, I kind of, I used it uh, just to describe a certain type of music that this other band we were playing, but I took it away from them because uh, we weren't really using it too much, so. I mean, you you by yourself, man alone. Yeah, because we were struggling to come up with a name for the for the band. So, yeah, this name just, from just using it for like one off stuff and shit. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, okay. And uh, it starts you, you and the bassy, and then what? You bring your brother in. Yeah, my brother. I I was just having a conversation with my brother, who who I used to play music with years ago, but he he kind of he got out of it. Um, playing wise at least and and he uh he expressed interest and i said well shit you might as well join the band i mean it, uh, all of our musical interests are pretty much the same as far as the five of us now so it's it's a pretty easy band to oh, well, uh, we should talk about the keyboard right right ron john yeah okay and how'd you meet him and he's the newest edition he's not on this album right he's not on the first album he will yeah, yeah he's going to be on this this next one that we're putting out soon but um He's an old friend of mine. He, uh, his name is Ron John Data, and he uh, he hit me up just randomly, and he he said, "Hey, I think your your band needs an organ player." And and he he was he's a funny guy, but I I I got what he meant, and he's right. We did need an organ player, and he's been awesome. So you know what? Four Piece just went to an organ player. Old friends huh. of mine, the Meat Puppets. Oh hell yeah! Ron, 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 Ron Stabinski, this guy from. Uh, Pennsylvania, right? He can play like a motherfucker. And Kurt is so into it. Nice. That's he great. Told me, yeah, you man. know, he never, all these years, never really played with the keyboard guy, you know, and maybe some overdubs in some studio, but to have a guy in the band, he says this, and you know, they got Derek Bostrom yeah. back on drums. Yeah. So that's a trip. Right. So, okay. First uh, Supplemental Pills gig. The first gig that we played was at a club called the Kenton Club here in Portland. And it was uh, outside, I think it was, was it a year ago? Because of the yeah. pandemic, we kind of got stalled playing live. So sure, you know sure, how it sure. No, I read yeah. about the thing. That's kind of how the Proj, right? You guys would come to hang out. 
Yeah, right. definitely contributed to. Yeah, yeah. We are that that record, the volume one record is is a lot of it um, is just jams that we've just heavily edited into songs. You know about Miles? I know, I do. Yeah, Maceo Parker, right there. He's the uh, he's the inspiration for that kind of idea. The on the corner and the yeah. Smiles, 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 and bitches brewing. They're big jams that got edited down, right? Yeah, yeah, Maceo. Yeah, right. And and I I got to do that with uh, Teo Maceo. uh, Sacred Trust. They did the same thing years ago. They they were going to do this live record the night before. The bass player hairs out. So hey, why would you play? And, and it was the same thing. It was like, and then they even had me rent a. The only time I've ever worn a tuxedo, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I fucking can tell that on the record. But yeah, and, and we, uh, we took a little, uh, you know, cut out the the filler or whatever, the de- de- dead zones or whatever. Yeah. Interesting yeah. that yeah. way. And uh, yeah, tail. Yeah, I'm thinking Macy. I'm thinking uh, alto guy. Macy, probably. Yeah, right. Right yeah, yeah. when uh, uh, the, uh, brother Steve told me Ig wanted him, you know, for Funhouse Stooges. Yeah, I want you to sell oh, like really? Macy on <laughs> L. Yeah, yeah. So that's what brother Steve was trying to do. And he did a good job. I did. Yeah, a good <laughs> job of it. So this what this kitten club gig? Now how how did it go? Oh, it went pretty pretty well. Um, like, for example, the material, you said you guys were like just jamming, right? And putting together the stuff. So what'd you do for that gig? Was it like kind of a jam or was it tunes? Yeah, it was tunes because at that point we uh, we had already kind of figured out songs because, you know, we just started rehearsing the end result of the edit kind of, so to speak. So we were just, we, at that point, we were just playing the songs that we had created. And, uh, yeah, what about this this... You got kind of a genre identity. What what do you call it? A uh, psych? Well, or what? Yeah, psych or drone rock. It's or drone. Kinda, that's it's, the word. That's the word. Yeah, it's we're we're doing a lot more. Uh, um, like like droney blues. Yeah, we're almost <laughs> doing more like droney blues these days. But but that 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 kitten club was that drone blues. Uh, to some to some degree, yeah. It went, yeah. How'd it go over? Was it went it great. Success. Yeah, we we've had nothing but great shows. We just played yesterday in the um, Music Millennium parking lot. You've never had shit thrown at you. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. Not, not in this band. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. <laughs> we'll we'll have made it if that happens. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I've, I've been through that a few times. I don't know. <laughs> Such a righteous fucking thing. I mean, well, it depends what kind of shit they're throwing at you, or literal yeah. shit, you know, or yeah, use or condoms. Dogs. Or I, I'll tell, I will say this: batteries hurt. I got, I got hit with D, oh, D, 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 Fuck, man. I think it was D cell or C cell. It was one of the. <laughs> yeah, you know, the D's will knock you out. Yeah, well, it was right in the chest. It was, in fact, it was. Oh God! Forty-one years ago, uh, playing with Flipper. Which I just started helping these guys. Yeah. So you never know down the road, you know. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't throw the battery. But uh, Stains was on that on that gig too. They were a great man for me still. Anyway. Right. But uh, so I always wonder about the first gig because you can always have that first. You know, I, I forgot to ask you guys. Uh, first records you bought with your own money. What do you think? 
It's either uh, ACDC or Kiss. When a long time ago, and I think I bought the cassette. Um, okay. Or traded some toys for it for a friend. I don't really remember specifically how I got them, but. Well, you ain't got a lot of money when you're kids, so that's why I asked that question. Yeah, I don't. I, think, th- I don't think they came with the albums or the. You know, it was just the cassette. I think that's I bought a, uh, my first record was uh, Thriller. Mike Jackson, <laughs> yeah, good one. Mine was uh, Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath on cassette. Oh. Yeah, and the first Pretenders record. I saw that tour. You bought, <laughs> you bought them both at the same time. I saw it. California, yeah. California Jam. They opened up with uh, Killing Yourself to Live. I think. Oh yeah. And, uh, well, Cal Jam, I remember that. I mean, you know. Yeah, Ozzy didn't stand in the middle. It was <laughs> on the side. The, the guitar, uh, t- Tony, was in the middle. But oh, you, yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, clapping during the guitar solos. And, uh, he's a real cheerleader. <laughs> Beautiful. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, August 14, 2022. Dish of Peter, so special guest, supplemental pills. Whole time, hour two. August 14th, 2022, it's the second hour of Watt from Pedro Show.
to heart And that's a lot But we'll keep it a short Or alternatively Calamity I gotta drive into town And if I see Kate Yeah, maybe I'll say hey I had this dream last night It gave me a dreadful fright There was a boy Living in our loft Making extraordinary sculptures
fucking curse on your name and you I'll never let them forget your face cause you may not see me now but motherfucker I see you
for Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Supplemental Pills doing Freedom March, Ben Salter out of Tasmania, after that with The Delay, brand new from Chat Pile out of Oklahoma City, I don't care if I burn, Gong Splat, <coughs> that's John Dwyer, he's doing some instrumental music, nice. excuse me, yeah, and Gleddy Prime. Equations Collective with Gut 3.3 from Hellasong Sessions. Okay, so now you got this album, right? Volume 1, but then you put out a <coughs> it seems like the songs, it came out on a single too? Yeah, they, we put out a single first, which was uh, Gonna Be Alright and Feel It. Right, and then, uh, which ended up yeah. on the album too, right? Yeah, they ended up on the record. Right, yeah. right, right. And where'd you guys record them with? 
where, where we're sitting right now. <laughs> yeah, we're in the uh, in the basement of my house. Uh, it's uh, oh, that's bitching. I love yeah, the way people are doing that nowadays, making their own records. I mean, really, yeah. is. you can yeah. do that nowadays, people. And, and, yep. and there's uh, there's skills to doing that. Why, uh, such a division of labor. Why can't the guys be making music also be capturing? And so, <laughs> what kind of setup you have? Um, I, I actually kind of run a, a recording studio here. I've, I've ran it for the last 20 or 30 years. And um, so a lot of bands in Portland record over here. Um, and uh, it's just a basic basement kind of. There's a, a control room and a, and a studio, like a live room to record in. So that's what we do. And I just pretty much have the microphone set up permanently. And uh, we just set them up as needed and just roll it. You know? Is it also the practice pad? Yep. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, what kind of, uh, what's, you got, you got a name for the pad? No, yeah, it's called the Deer Lodge. The Deer Lodge. Okay, that's yeah. what it says here on the Skype. Yeah. But it's yeah. got a little fucking deer. It's, it's, it's yeah. like Doug Fur in Portland, right? There's like a lodge. <laughs> yeah. It's like a log, log cabin kind of motif. It's a tell, too, I think. Uh what you guys you didn't record it all at once right was it bits chunks yeah it was it was over the course of i don't know several months i'm sure uh, we yeah so anyway we ended up doing just recording jams we were going to be just an instrumental kind of psych band and then uh i just started to apply vocals to some songs and then when i heard something that sounded like a chorus i would edit that in and you know try to keep it numerical you know uh, in tempo and that kind of thing, and um, what, what's that band? Uh, explosion in the sky. You guys, yeah. something like that, all epic. But then you change. Yeah. You had a sea change, huh? Yeah, because of, <laughs> yeah. of the words. Uh, yeah, but well, I think one of our one of our core tenets here is uh, no rules. <laughs> so it's That's like the rule. If we feel if, if no rules. If there's you know, if we feel like it's drifting in a different direction sound wise, yeah, we'll go with it. You know, if it's not too ridiculous, but you know that that's how things kind of evolve here. Is is that you know? But you uh, do. But we you, don't really put any chains on it. But you do give it this, like I asked before, uh, psych drone. You do. You put those names to it though, right? Yeah, yeah. As as kind of general generalized. Categories. So a little yeah. bit of rule. It's not Partridge yeah, yeah, family. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Partridge family. I don't think we're going to come out with uh, Peruvian acoustic guitar music or we, anything. We try to keep the songs to like one or maybe two chords. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah, people make fun, right? Oh, three chords. But actually, there's a lot of songs with just one fucking chord. A lot yeah. of Stooges, <laughs> right? TVI and Funhouse. I was going to say, Stooges uh, loom large here, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, th three chords is, like, kind of complicated. <laughs> That's like Prague, man. Right, getting all Prague. <laughs> well, what about this floating mountains over rivers? Speaking of Prague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, a, it's just a coincidence, but it's trip that this, this song I want to play is coming up. that did get a little, well, got a little party. That's no, right. that song. That song is cool because it was actually a song. That was one of our actual songs that uh, Aaron, Aaron, brought, Aaron yeah. our bass player, uh, wrote. That. Oh, so, so, it, yeah. No, let's was, let's talk about the supplemental pill process. Like, yeah. what one cattle brings something in, everybody rallies around, or what? Does somebody make a demo, or? 
Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, a little That's bit of both. A little bit of both, yeah. So so that one came about because Aaron had it in his back pocket. It was going to be an instrumental, and then I asked him if it was cool if I just put some words on it, and he said sure. So that's what that song turned into. So Oh, so it actually is a collab. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Bring it in the spiel. Yeah, let's listen.
Memories tell us one thing Everything must go 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 Everything must go
Strategy, strategy, 
to be rich And the rich have grown to be poor Again Know that to re-enter immortality We must ourselves become unnameable And we're emptied of all sense Just being here Tell us one thing, everything must go. Pedro Show at Chunky Music, Floating Mountains Over Rivers, Supplemental Pills, then Psychic TV after that with Greyhounds of the Future, Ray Shin, Death Wears an Ascot, remember Pettibone's pop used to wear ascots, it's little these fucking little <laughs> trips, right, in the, like hiding your neck, Yeah. right, Yeah. I guess if you get a big old goiter. Then, yeah, why are you wearing that ascot? Because they got a big old fucking goiter. And then the SLW. Ascots are dangerous, man. Oh, yeah, watch out. 
and B.B. <laughs> Jr., Bob Bucko Jr., with Hum With Me. And uh, so you said something about another record. That's yep. what you're doing now? or this is Pretty much. In, in, yeah, we're, we're pretty much done with that. We just need to uh, okay, okay. add final stuff to it and then get it mastered. This is the baby that includes uh, the keyboard too, right? Yeah. Right, right. Same same kind of process? Does he no, bring... this one was completely different. This oh, one, okay. Uh, okay. This one was all demoed out. Uh, my my brother Joel would, would uh, write a lot of songs on guitar, and then we we him and I would demo them, and I would do lyrics over those, and then we eventually started playing those songs in the band. So that was the the, the second album's a little bit different. It's more song song based stuff. Did some of the songs mutate from demo mode once the band started chiming in with their Definitely, yeah. 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 So they were like kind of like uh, skeletons or, or, or core trips and then got developed by the band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, and even kind of were jammy at the end and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely some improv stuff in there. Yeah. Well, the band started with a jammy thing, right? So, so right. maybe that's part of Supplemental Pills. You're always going to have that kind of element. Even that's like for starting points, right? Maybe the demos, like anchor points. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not totally. Maybe if you're always jamming, you can't you keep coming up with the same jam. So maybe it's good to have some uh, directions like your brother. Uh, yeah, it's it's good that everybody can bring in little ideas. And was this the know, cat when you were younger? Is 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 this an older brother on guitar? Younger, younger. He's a younger brother. Yeah. Okay. And who had the older brother? Who had and, and you were the singer. Was that you? Yeah, that's Ezra? me too. Yeah, so yeah. I've got an older brother as well. Yeah. Okay, so you're the baloney. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know who told me that? Uh, Scotty, yeah. uh, Scott Ashton in the Stooges, uh, you know, said one time <laughs> the mom right. was saying, because Kathy, right, was a young one and Ronnie was the older one. And she said, one time, uh, he says, um, he tells me, yeah, my mom says to me, Scotty, you're just the baloney. So <laughs> now, like, we're doing an airline. Uh, you know, airplane ride and shit. Who's got the baloney seat, right? Yeah. yeah. So, as running away, you had the baloney seat. Now, and I don't think it's always lame because they say the, the the baloney seat guy or woman is it, kind of the accommodator. They got to get make, make sure everybody gets along, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So those yeah. Are, those yeah. are good skills. You know, instead yeah. of the baby, right, always get in the way, and then your number one son's going to inherit, everybody's going to work for him. There's the, there's the baloney <laughs> cat, right? Yeah. Baloney's essential. Yeah, the baloney <laughs> yeah, You know, well, not by itself, though, man. Baloney, that's like pounding a glass of sand. You need some fucking mustard, right? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Don't knock the fucking mustard. <laughs> a little bit. Sometimes, I remember... Uh, getting these ham sandwiches in Europe and like, oh man, it's like pounding a glass of sand. You gotta, what, <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I'm going to be 65 soon and yeah, I've done my share of cooking and I've learned about this acidity, right? And fucking mustard can bring that. You know, you don't want everything to be all Marlon Blando, right? You need some fucking, <laughs> right. some fucking tang in there and uh, yeah, make your chow a little more edible. Uh, anyway, we're getting off the beaten pack here. So, so, sorry about this. This is a fucking supplemental <laughs> pill spiel. Why? Now I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. 
school. Okay, we'll get into your dietary shit in the third hour because we're done with the second hour. August 14, 2022 edition. Peter, so special guest supplemental pills. Hang tight, fire, three. August 14, 2022, third hour, watch Pedro Show.
show start off the third hour. Supplemental pills. The wizard was right. Or correct. You know, <laughs> left, right, in Italiano, right? Sinisteria. <laughs> yeah, there's this fucked up thing, right? If you were born the other way. What the fuck? And then we got a bunch of stuff by uh, uh, these, this Dutch uh, label, uh, Gertrudia. And they they do a bunch of good stuff. And so Bad Petty with KYS, Tewksbury, uh, City, City Antago, Elegy, HD Sports Channel, and Alphine from those foreign kids and Treasure of Grundo, Curl with Glaciers, The Beardy Durfs, Dead Poncho, 
Selker e Bringu with Duraga, a roar, and then finally Dirt from Music for Freight Elevators. Now, uh, what about when it comes to the producing thing? Would you say supplemental pills are self-produced, or, or you, Ezra, be in the studio, man, and and with experience, are you? Would you call, consider you're the producer? Uh, it depends on. I would say I do some of that, but I I would. I think as a band, we kind of self-produce our stuff. Dream by committee. Yeah, it's definitely a by committee kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm doing a lot of the uh, the mixing and a lot of that. Engineering, engineering by myself, but but everything else is kind of by committee. Yeah. What, what's the big test? Do, do you, you you bring the fucking USB stick in the boat and, or the van and you see <laughs> yeah, how it sounds do, over the V8 motor? It sounds good in there. It sounds good anyway. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah. If it sounds good in the truck, then then that's cool. I mean, I try to listen to it across a lot of different platforms. And uh, well, the trip, right? Mixes yeah. that translate because not everybody's going to be in that pad where you mixed it. That's right. Yeah, there's going to be earbuds. There's going to be crap top tiny speakers yeah. involved. Yeah, all kind of. Man, this was his years of mixing experience comes in handy. It's, yeah. it's <laughs> such a trip nowadays, right? Like like, like that word you said, uh, Ezra. Platforms. That's the way it is, right? It ain't just the stereo. Right. Remember they used to have stereo stores. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. man! Stereo, Cal, Cal Stereo. stereo I remember we had here. In, uh, yeah, stuff. we had stereo superstores here in, in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pacific Stereo was one. All these, one was yeah. called Madman uh, Months or some shit. Like this guy wore a Napoleon hat, was out of his fucking head <laughs> and shit. But all that went out, and like all this, high, everything was components, right? Yeah, you know, with some kind of wood yeah. grain and big ass speakers and. You know, yeah. All that stuff, and that all went away. And now yeah. a mixer man has to mix for all these different kind of sitches. But I, th- I still think the boat test. I mean, if it sounds good in the van, it'll yeah. sound good anywhere. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You got to be over that motor, the tires. You know, like on the interstate, doing some miles per hour. If it's going to yeah. sound good there, it, it's probably going to sound good in the other things. And uh, uh, there's nothing like. Yeah, I love bass, you know, I'm kind of prejudiced that way, but man, you can bogart, unless it is reggae. God, we just lost Family Man a few months ago. I got to see him, you know, I got to see 1979 Bob Marley. Family Man was bad. So was Bob, though. So was the whole band. The band was fucking tits. It was beautiful. I loved it. So, so, like, you, you, you do a mix for the guys, and then... They come back and tell you what they think of it, right? Now, I remember this one guy telling me, I, I, I thought the bass was too loud for the mix. He says, why? I've never had somebody tell me to turn them down in a mix. It's always turned me up. <laughs> yeah. do you get, is that experience with you, Cats? Um, I, I put it on a drive. The guys can listen to it whenever they want, and then they can tell me. I'm usually... I've been doing it for so long that it's like uh, I kind of know what it should sound like, and I I think the the other guys kind of tend to agree with my hearing. Yeah, whatever tweaks we do, they're usually minor. Yeah, <laughs> I remember one time coming in this total access. Flag was doing uh, like Flag was doing 
in my head or loosen up one of those. And, and you know, this is not a lot of automation. So you used to have dudes help out on mixes with fucking sliders. But this wasn't yep. like, this was like a war. Like, who's going to get over somebody else, you know? And it, snare drum part or guitar. Yeah, it was bizarre. What a, what a fucking brain. Look, uh, is this a real person? Mary Marrakesh? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's listen anyway. <laughs>
Watt from Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Supplemental Pills with Mary Marrakish. Then Port Sunshine out of Hamburg, Germany. Distance. And finally, Dog... Well, plus Dog colon A plus. So I don't know how you pronounce that fucking thing. And Counterfeit Thinking. I think they're out of Connecticut. Quite a song there. And what's up ahead next for the supplemental pills? Well, putting out this record, right? Yeah. And then what about tour? Yeah, we're talking about doing that in the spring or maybe next summer. Yeah. Now, has supplemental pills, they never have tour, have they? Uh, we played a show in Seattle a couple of weeks ago, but that was our extent of getting out of Portland. We haven't done a ton of shows, really, yet. Right, because the the project was kind of born out of the situation, right? And now yep. it's starting to open up and, and get out there. And, yeah. Uh, so what's up first, Bend? We could go to Bend, <laughs> no, I, yeah. play, I played Bend once. Have you? Yeah. yeah. There's, it's cool. It's a cool little town. Uh, we, we, we're talking about maybe getting up to Seattle again and maybe also doing Bellingham. Is that what we were saying? Yeah, Bellingham. Yeah. You know yeah. who ended up? His last days in Bellingham. Bernie Worrell. Oh, no kidding. I huh. wouldn't shit you. Organ man for fucking P-Funk. I'm uh, wearing a uh, Funkadelic shirt right now. Well, I was going to almost <laughs> get to make an album with him, and then the cancer took him. And he got to play with me and Jay when we did a, uh, our version of uh, Maggot Brain. He was just happened to be in the hallway of uh, Baby Monster wow. in New York City. And he said, hey, Mr. Worrell, would you play... And what I did was, talking about Black Sabbath, I, I used the chords, but uh, the rhythm I used for the beginning of War Pigs. Doom, ba doom, ba doom, ba doom, you know, doom. And I remember Bernie, uh, Mr. Warrell, saying to me, you know, it's kind of like a dirge, huh? I said, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what I heard was George Clinton told Eddie Hazel, you know, the lead guitar man, his mod yep. died. Yeah, right. Get that feel, <laughs> Jesus! Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a trip. So, kind of a dirge, and you can hear that the whole band was playing too. But but when it came to mix, he just uh, muted and stuff like that. Something that ever happens like that with you, you Ezra? Like the mix kind of takes over from whatever, the, whatever the the performance of the band was. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It kind of depends on uh, a lot of different factors, you know, the, the kind of sound that you're getting from the guitars. or Well, you or, know what? You know, what about Piper at the Gates of Dawn? It, yeah. It figures you'd like a record like that, right? Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah right? And, and the way they mix that, and uh, I guess stereo was kind of brand new, so it's really severe. And they don't really have synthesizers yet, so they're doing sound effects with their mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Doi doi. <laughs> yeah. Doi. Yeah. yeah. I've got a bike, you know, and all that. that. And, uh, but that's not really the Pink Floyd that sold all the records. It's huh? <laughs> <laughs> the one I like, though. <laughs> one of the guys was missing. Yeah. yeah. One of the big guys. Big guys. So I, I can't wait to, but, but what about tour? Like you get out of, uh, yeah, besides Seattle, maybe you bring it to California, come down to some, yeah, we're talking about, you, you know, that. there's I, a club in Pedro was, now, yeah. the sardine you could play in Pedro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could that. share the stage and uh, yeah, watch town. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, you set it up and we'll be there. Yeah, Mike. yeah. So like an I-5 tour or something, right? Okay. I yeah, know the rest of the country is tough, but us people on the West Coast, we got to stick together. And, and oh, yeah. where can people find you on the Internet? Is there a Supplemental Pills website? There, there's a Bandcamp page. Over there's, right? a, there's a, there's a Bandcamp. Okay. There's a band camp, and we've got Instagram and Twitter, I think. All that corporate shit. You, you don't have you know. your own, though. One day you're going to get your yeah. own site because it'll be like having your own fancy. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> you can put up the websites. You can <laughs> staple up them flyers up on the corporate telephone poles in the meantime. Yeah. Right. It's been beautiful, though. When you guys get this next record out, will you come back on the show and we can do a blow by blow debrief on each two? We'd love to. Okay. We're talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that'd be beautiful. So besides playing with what, this Pedro Tell we're gonna talk about the fucking next album. Okay, it's a date. Thank you so much for coming aboard. It's beautiful having you aboard. Please keep on keeping on. You too, man. Okay. 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 Will do. August 14, twenty twenty two edition of Pedro Show. People keep your powder dry.